Happy Easter. Good to be in a church at Easter time, isn't it? We don't take that for granted for one reason or another these days. Happy Easter. Word of thanks to everyone who made this day possible from our servers and musicians, other ministers, and those who worked behind the scenes yesterday to decorate the church, to do the little things that make a difference. It takes a fellowship in order for a parish to thrive. Thank you for all of your work. Yesterday, I was listening to a conversation with a few senior fellows from the Hoover Institute at Stanford. They had on their podcast an economist. And they had him on there especially because he was one of the very few who was able to predict far in advance the high inflation that we're experiencing. Over a year ago, he was able to predict it with great precision, while others didn't even see it coming or dismissed that it would be a problem. He wrote about it. And so they asked him, how were you able to predict this with such precision? And he said, Others were prisoners of recent history. Others were prisoners of recent history. He said that the prevailing opinion was that we've had low inflation for many years and we're going to continue to have low inflation. They were influenced by that idea, that sentiment. Now, I found that extraordinarily edifying. Here is someone in a scientific field admitting that there are influences on their assessment of a scientific equation that are outside of that science. Science also is liable to prevailing opinions and thoughts, like religion and philosophy are too. We're vulnerable to the prevailing thoughts and opinions of our day, educated as they may or may not be. Clearly, the Jews... We're not expecting a crucified Messiah raised from the dead. The women and the others who accompanied them also told this to the apostles, but their story seemed like nonsense and they did not believe them, we heard St. Luke relay. Resurrection doesn't simply mean life after death. Surrounding pagans, believed in that to some degree or another. Just read Homer or Virgil, for example. Resurrection is life after life after death. A new, transformed, and embodied life. Now, pagans derided this belief, as when St. Paul spoke about it in the Areopagus to the Greeks the Jews gradually came to a belief in it. And they did so partly because of their belief in a good creator. A good creator, they reasoned, would not abandon his creation to desolation and corruption. And they also came to a belief in it because of their belief in God's fidelity to his covenant. One day he would return as their king and set everything right as he had always promised to do. And they also came to a belief in it, it seems, because of their sense of justice. How is it fair 
that the good and the innocent suffer and die, while those who are evil seem to prosper. Where's the ultimate justice in that? How can justice ultimately prevail? Only if the just are raised from the dead, they said. But this was only understood by the Jews to happen to just people all together at the end of the age. As Mary indicated, if you remember the story of her brother Lazarus who was sick, and they sent for Jesus, he didn't come. And when he did come, Lazarus was already dead. And she said, Lord, if you had been here, you could have saved him. And Jesus responded, he will be raised. And what did she say? I know he'll be raised on the last day. The possibility of that event being brought forward in time in one individual was simply not conceived. It didn't exist in the mind of anyone. Thus the ongoing incredulity of the disciples. They didn't get it and didn't get it and didn't get it. Because it didn't exist anywhere. And understandably so, for resurrection meant that the new age had begun and that God had dealt with the underlying problem of sin, of rebelling against God, who is truth and love and life itself. This is what we celebrate this holy day. Injustice, evil, death do not have the final word. God is faithful and has not left us on our own. Whoever is in him, who has been baptized into him, St. Paul said, is a new creation. The new age has already begun in you. Now, if you find this a little hard to believe, you're in good company. Just think of Peter, who saw the empty tomb after being told Jesus had been raised from the dead and was described as going home amazed, not believing or convinced, preconceptions and outside influences are hard to shake. But in a stroke of genius, St. Luke shows us the way. For today's gospel, was not written to be taken by itself, but as the first in a series of three. The last being a display of belief, which came only after the appearance of Jesus to two disheartened disciples wandering away from Jerusalem. They didn't recognize Jesus until he taught them about himself and then broke bread with them. Only then did they see who he was and believe. Faith takes time. It's a path. It's a way. And like a path or a way, you have to walk it. With ongoing exposure to the scriptures, to who Jesus is, an encounter with him and the breaking of the bread, the sacraments, and fellowship with those who are seeking him. Friends, whether or not you've been walking with Jesus, learning from him and breaking the bread of the Eucharist, 
Today is a fresh start, a new beginning. He has elected you to be the beginning of his new creation, light in a dark, doubting, and often a bitter world. Set off anew with Jesus here at JP2. Go home amazed, but go home willing to set off on a journey that will one day please God lead to your empty tomb too.